How's it going today, guys? Back here live in the studio for an episode of Hot Takes with CP3. I'm your host, Thomas Penlin, joined once again by Ben Gorgwis. Ben, say what's up to everybody. Oh, what's going on, everyone? And all, we got an all-baseball podcast, don't we, Thomas? Oh, yeah, we do. This is going to be our final uh, preview podcast. We've got the NLAL Central, the NLAL East, as well as our awards and playoff predictions. So got lots of stuff in on this podcast for y'all. Um, we'll do both the, a- the NL divisions we have left, and then we'll flip over to the AL. So we'll go ahead and start things off here with the um, – NL Central division, and we'll start things off with the um, NL Central champ. Wait, who was the Central champions last year? Was it the Cubs? I because both the Cubs and the Reds got in the playoffs. I can't remember who their champion was. I don't think the Reds won the playoffs. I think it was the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. Um, so we'll start things off with the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs, um, lineup is Ian Happ, Wilson Contreras, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Jock Peterson, Javi Baez, Jason Hayward, David Bodie. Um, obviously, they lost Kyle Schwarber. Um, their, their starting rotation is Kyle Hendricks, Jake Arrieta, Zach Davies, Trevor Williams, um, Albert Aloze, and Alec Mills. Ben, how do you think the Cubs are going to look this year? Well, they have their uh, – they still have some of their top-tier players in Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, and Contreras. Other than those guys, I don't know if they have much. Um, I, I do actually like Ian Happ. I think he's a solid player that can kind of grow into a really, really good player. Switch hitting outfielder. I think he hits well in the layoff role. I, their pitching just worries me. Um, Jake Arrieta, I don't think he has much left in his tank. He hasn't really shown much since his really good years leaving Chicago. Um, I think the Cubs kind of fair middle of the pack, but kind of a team that can compete in this division. Um, I think they're going to be good. I, I don't think they're going to be great. And I think they're going to be battling for a playoff spot. Yeah, see, Ben, I'm going to agree with everything you said there. I think, honestly, they might have the best lineup in the entire division. Without That is uh, without Schwarber, I still think they do. But this pitching is awful, in my opinion. I mean, Kyle Hendricks, obviously, is an all-star. Zach Davies is a good MLB pitcher. I mean, Zach Davies isn't really the kind of pitcher that overpowers you. You know, he's got – him and Hendricks are both kind of the same way. They're not going to overpower you. They're just really good pitchers. Jake Arrieta is pretty much done. Trevor Williams, I mean, we know who Trevor Williams is. He's very hit and miss. Um, the other guys, Mill and Elize, I'm not too high on. Um, ultimately, I think this Cubs team is could potentially start to sell guys off as the season goes on if they don't perform the way they do. I think they'll hang on to Rizzo long term, but I could see Bryant and Baez and even Contreras wearing different jerseys before it's all said and done. Possibly even Jock Peterson because he's on a one year deal. So. That's kind of the way I see with the Cubs. By the way, I do like Ian Happ leading leadoff as well. Ian Happ's a guy who walks a lot and sees a lot of pitches, so he's a great guy to have up there in the leadoff position. So I'm not too we'll, high on this Cubs thing. I think that they could be headed towards another rebuild. We'll put it this way. On FanDuel to make or miss the playoffs, yes is plus 340. No is minus 470. Wait, say so that again. It was plus 340 for them to make the playoffs? Yes. Wow. Plus 340. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to waste any money on that one. I, I I think their pitching is it's it's going to be their Achilles' heel. I mean, first of all, mm-hmm. there's no such thing in baseball as having too much pitching because pitchers get hurt every year. 
um, Tommy John is just a regular injury at this point. It kind of used to be uh, kind of a weird anomaly kind of injury. Every pitcher has it in today's game. So pitchers always go down. Bullpen is really, really important. That's the Cubs' weakest part is their pitcher. Yeah, it might be a tough 2021 season for the Cubs. Next team up is the other team to represent this team in the playoffs. That is the Cincinnati Reds. Um, the Reds lineup will be Jesse Winker, Nick Castellanos, Joey Votto, Gino Suarez, Mike Moustakis, Nick Senzel, Tucker Barnhart, Jonathan India. Um, their pitching is pretty good, too. Obviously, they lost Trevor Bauer, but they still have Luis Castillo, Tyler Molly, um, Wade Miley, Jeff Hoffman. Jose DeLeon and De Leon and Sonny Gray. Um, Sonny Gray's only back there just because he's injured. That's the only reason why he's not listed as their number two, but he probably is their number two. Um, I have honestly spent a lot of the day today trying to figure out who's going to win this division. And I'm on the border of talking myself into the Reds winning this division. I think they by far have the best starting pitching. They have pretty good bullpen. Um, obviously they lost, uh, lost um, their closer to the angels, but they still have um, Amir Garrett, who will probably step into that closing role. So I think they have pretty good bullpen as well as starting pitching. I like their lineup too. You know, Jesse Winker gets on base. Castellanos, borderline MVP candidate. Um, Joey Votto won't be the Votto of old, but he's still a damn good player. Eugenio Suarez last year. I mean, he hit two years ago. He hit a bunch of home runs or he hit, I believe it was 49 home runs. Last year, he struggled striking out a lot. I think he could be key in this lineup. Obviously, I mean, if they get Moustakis hitting like Mike Moustakis, it's going to be scary to see what can happen with the rest of this lineup. I like this Reds team, and, I mean, I think they're going to be really competitive, and they'll be up there to win this division. It's going to be tough to win this one. I think all these teams are pretty damn similar. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a lot of similarity within this division. I don't think there's a team that necessarily overpowers another um, I like this Reds team, and I, I'm a big Luis Castellano fan. Um, I, I'm kind of uh, eager to see um, what kind of next steps he can really take. So two years ago, he was really good, and then last year, obviously, they bring in Trevor Bauer, um, and Sonny Gray was already there. So maybe his rotation got slipped a little bit. I feel like he just he kind of took a step back, but that's because Trevor Bauer took a step forward and took command of that pitching rotation. Trevor Bauer once said he, for the rest of his career, he only wanted to do one-year deals because he wants to share his knowledge with other players to make the league better. Well, obviously that's not true because he signed with the Dodgers, um, you know, pretty long-term, not counting his opt-out clauses. But I'm, I'm interested to see how Luis Castillo can take a step forward. He, I, he's really, really talented. Sonny Gray is still talented. And like you mentioned with the lineup, I, I like um, Nick Castellanos, obviously, for his power, but – uh, Nick Stentel is a guy that I think can take a step forward, and I'm really intrigued by Jonathan India. For folks that don't know that name, he was the he was a stud in college baseball uh, at Florida, played third base. I believe he was like the top – I think he was a sixth pick in the draft, maybe the fourth pick. So um, it's it, it's his time to get his moment. Let's see if he can take advantage of it. I think we look at the outlook of the Reds. I think they're a team that can make the playoffs, but I do think – it's going to be a max effort all 162 days. I think this division is going to be a dog fight. Yeah, they actually had a lot of home runs last year. They get a lot of base runners. So, you know, if they start putting some runners on base and hitting some of those home runs with runners on base, it could be a lot more runs for them. I mean, this team really struggled to hit the baseball last year, and we saw that nothing better than that in the playoffs last year against the Braves. I mean, they couldn't. 
couldn't do just about anything against us. Um, next team up here, let's go with the Milwaukee Brewers. This is another team that's, you know, right there in the mix to win this division. Um, so they got Colton Wong from the Cardinals. And on top of that, they have Lorenzo Kane, Christian Yelich, uh, Keiston. How does he pronounce his name? Hira, Hira. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he plays first base and second base for them. Um, Travis Shaw, Jackie Bradley, um, Orlando Garcia, uh, Omar Navarez. Also, too, they do have Vasil Garcia. He's just more of like they were kind of hoping, you know, he could be the DH rather have to play the field. They're starting pitching. They have really good at the top with Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns. Then they have Adrian Hauser, Brett Anderson, and Freddie Peralta. Ben, what do you think about them this season? So I'm actually really high on on um, Christian Yelich. He he had a little bit of a down mm-hmm. year last year, um, but that's I, I'm not too worried about that just because um, last year was just a, a strange year, kind of all around. This bullpen is the absolute strength of this team. I mean, between Devin Williams was the uh, rookie of the year, and he's a relief pitcher. Josh Hader's been a stud. Yeah, how did I not um, mention them? <laughs> they have the best bullpen probably in the MLB. Yeah, I mean it's 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 one of the best. Their their lineup, it's 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 weird. I, I you know I I like Colton Wong, the addition of him. I like that. I, I don't know if you're going to get enough production as a whole team, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean Lorenzo Kane is getting up there in age. Jackie Bradley's not much of a hitter. Obviously, Christian Yelich is a former MVP, and and even the addition like I just, I don't think this team's going to be able to hit enough. But I do think with this, I, like I said, this division's gonna be a dogfight. This this team's gonna have to rely on its pitching. I think it can rely on its pitching, but I I'm not expecting the Brewers to make the playoffs. This one is very tough for me if they're gonna make the playoffs or not. Jackie Bradley Jr. Obviously, I think he might be one of the best defensive center fielders in the entire MLB. I want to see Orlando Arcia take another step. I also want to see uh, Keiston take another step as well. I mean, he's uh, people, he has so much hype as a prospect. I want to see him prove it. Lorenzo Kane actually didn't play last year. He opted out. So, I mean, he is getting yep. up there, but he's still, you know, been a, two years ago when he played, he was an all-star the year before that he's borderline, you know, he was an all-star again. And then he was an MVP candidate when he was in, in uh, with the Royals. So, you know, I still feel like he's base baseballs ahead of him. This team's definitely going to struggle to hit the ball, but I agree with you, man. Yelich is going to do a lot better. I think he was hitting like 0.56 after the first – or 0.056 at the beginning of the season last year. So I feel like there's no way he doesn't turn it around. And for whatever it's worth, he's hitting much, much better in spring training. Yeah, I mean, Yelich is Yelich. He's going to turn it around. Um, the next team up here is the last team that people think are going to win this division, and that is – Tommy, they're starting. This is the St. Louis Cardinals. Their starting lineup is Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Paul DeYoung, Dylan Carlson, a rookie, Yadier Molina, Tyler O'Neill, and Justin Williams. Um, their projected starters are uh, are uh, Kawang Hyun Kim. Obviously, their number one is Jack Flaherty. Adam. Then they have Adam Wainwright. He's about forty years old now. Carlos Martinez, Daniel Ponce de Leon, and Miles Mikolos is still injured. Um, I actually think the Cardinals rotation is pretty darn good as well. I still have a lot of questions with the hitting outs. Goldschmidt's really good at hitting. Obviously DeYoung is very streaky. Carlson's going to be a rookie. Um, Molina is way up there in age, although he's probably the, arguably the best defensive catcher in baseball history. And then I want to see, I mean, Arnado's splits away from Coors field are definitely worth mentioning. I don't think that they're like crazy insane to be like, saying you know i mean that he's trash away from coors field but he's definitely a lot better hitter at coors field 
Um, also, too, Harrison Bader, you know, never really panned out for this team. Kind of want to see if Harrison Bader can maybe put things back together once more. But I'm not as high on this Cardinals team as everybody else is. I still just think that they're as middle of the pack as everyone else is in this division. So I'm actually on the opposite end. I'm actually I, – I like this Cardinals team a lot. Now, you okay. bring up a fantastic point with Arenado. Uh, in his home and road splits when he was uh, a member of the Colorado Rockies. Sure, that's that's uh, concerning. Um, I'm not worried about him. I, I view Nolan Arenado as one of the better players in the entire game. Now, I, I would I would rate him as I have him. I still have him as my second best third baseman in baseball behind Anthony Rendon. I still think he's a little bit better than Bregman, to be honest with you. Um, his defense is incredibly valuable. And I, I'm not worried. He's a professional hitter. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I'm actually pretty high on on Nolan Arenado this year. Uh, to be honest with you, he's in a, a really good hitting park in a really good baseball city. And you know what? What does the baseball city have anything to do with it? Well, that city and when fans are back, demand excellence. And you know, in the interviews and in the videos that I've watched of Nolan Arenado, he puts the work in. And for someone that's going to put the work in in a city where they uh, expect the playoffs and expect um, uh, NL Central titles. I, I think he's the guy to bring in to get it done to go along with Goldschmidt. I mean, I, I do think they have one of the better one-two punches in all of baseball with Goldschmidt and Arenado. I don't think it's the best, but I think it's one of the best. And I, I'm a little – I'm not high on their pitching. I, I, I don't love their pitching, but I do think they're going to be able to score some runs to help them out. Yeah, um, sorry about the noise in the background. By the way, there's some workers outside my window stomping around in their truck, and I'm not going to lie, it's extremely annoying. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Ben. I still think Arenado is an all-star level player. I just am interested to see how the splits work. I mean, I don't like – let's put it this way. I think they're definitely worth mentioning, but I don't think they're enough to say that he's going to go from an MVP-level candidate to not even an all-star. Like, I don't think they're that – crucial um i mean yeah i agree with everything you said there with the cardinals i'm just not completely sold on them completely i feel like everyone in this division is so middle of the pack i feel like there's not really one team like let's put it this way i think that it's going to take 87 to 88 games to win this division it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a dogfight the entire time absolutely i mean the entire time i'm expecting a dogfight yeah no i agree with you on that um last team Obviously, we got to talk about them just because, but this team's gonna be pretty bad. Um, this Pittsburgh Pirates, they got Adam Frazier, um, their number two hole hitter, Key Brian Hayes, a prospect I'm very high on. Actually, I could see him potentially winning NL Rookie of the Year if he's on a better team. Uh, Colin Moran, Brian Reynolds, Gregory Polanco, who's kind of like the only guy stuck there from when they were decent. Anthony Alford, Jacob Stallings, and Kevin Newman. Um, their projected uh, starting pitcher is Chad Cole, Tyler Anderson, Mitch Keller, Jonathan uh, Burbaker, and Stephen Brault. Not going to lie, I don't know who a single one of those pitchers are besides Brault. Um, ben, I'll let you go first. I mean, are the, are the Pirates just going to be the doormat of the division? <laughs> Try the doormat of baseball. I'll keep it nice and simple. They'll be, they will be one of two of the worst teams in baseball. They're going to be horrible. They know they're going to be horrible. They will be horrible. They're going to live up to their expectation. I'm going to say this. If I was offered over under 101 and a half losses for the Pirates, I would go way over that number for the Pirates who are 101 losses. Um, I think the Pirates are going to be pretty darn bad this season. Um, 
on top of all of that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to waste much more time talking about the Pirates since we got a long episode here. Key Brian Hayes, though, will be good. Any of y'all playing fantasy baseball, pick him up as a late pick. He's a really good player, third baseman for them. Um, ben, who's winning this division and why? I'm going to pick the Cardinals, and it's it's because I, I think their hitting is going to put them over the top in this division. I think anytime you can add – uh, perennial all-star and one of the best defenders in all of baseball, Nolan Arenado, I think his win total shoots your team's win total way up. And I know that I'm a little bit nervous of the pitching, but I'm going to pick the Cardinals to get back to the, uh, back to being division champs. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go opposite of you here. So I try to talk myself in on the Brewers all day long and the Reds. I try to talk myself between the two of them. I'm going to tell you all this. It's not going to be the Cubs. It's going to be one of those three teams, the Cardinals, Brewers, or the Reds. I'm going to go with the Reds. I'm going to back the starting pitching in the lineup. I think the Reds can't hit any worse than they hit last year. It's, I mean, honestly, they would have to try harder to hit worse than they did last year. I think Eugenio Suarez turns it around a little bit. I like this Reds team to get back to the postseason once again. It's a good pick. They're a strong team. Um, do you have, do you have, um, anyone else in this division making the playoffs? I'm going to assume no, but, um, you would be assuming correctly. Yeah. I'm the same way as you've been. I think this division is way too even has four pretty much evenly matched teams. I think it's going to be really, really tough to, uh, get in the playoffs from this division. I, I don't, I don't think it's a knock necessarily on the teams in this division, even though they're not great. Um, I, I think it's, a testament to how much better and how good the NL West and the NL East is. No, I, I agree with you completely on that one, Ben. I, I'm not saying these teams are bad or anything. I just think that like, they're all like middle of the pack, middle of the pack teams that all happen to be stuck in the same division, if that makes sense. So I think they're just going to be a lot of beating up on each other. Um, let's go now to our NL East, which in my opinion is probably the strongest division in baseball, top to bottom. There's not really any team. I mean, even the Marlins are going to be good this year. Like the Marlins are not going to be the doormat of baseball this year. Speaking of the Marlins, why not go ahead and start out with them? Um, their starting lineup um, is going to be Corey Dickerson, Starling Marte, Jesus Aguilar, Adam Duvall, a brave trader, um, Brian Anderson, Miguel Rojas, Jazz Chisimal, and Jorge Alfaro. Um, the starting pitching is stacked up for this Marlins team as they have Sandy Alicantaro, Pablo Lopez, Sixto Sanchez, Trevor Rogers, and LSR Hernandez. Ben, how do you think that these Marlins are going to do? I think they're going to be, I mean, they're going to be, I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, I, I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs, but that's like I said, I mean, there's just too many tough teams in this division, um, just kind of in their way as of now. This team is incredibly fun to watch they are unbelievably fun to watch they have electric players all over the place and a lot of them are in their pitching uh starting rotation sandy alicantra is he is an absolute stud on the mound sixto sanchez is a very good chance to win rookie of the year um pitched a little bit last year but uh didn't play enough games for it to count he's he's a guy that throws 100 miles per hour um off the mound with a fastball it's it it honestly looks like it rises almost. It, it's beautiful to watch. Um, Jazz Chisholm from the plate is an exciting guy to watch. Um, kind of reminds me of D Gordon in a way. Just the um, he kind of like leans over in his batting, batting stance, really skinny, really fast second baseman. Uh, this team, this team's gonna be, you know, they're gonna be pretty good. They're gonna be solid. I just, I think this division, I think baseball is too tough for them to make the playoffs. 
Yep. Um, I, I agree with you completely, Ben. I think this division is going to be too tough for them to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be a really good team, and I think next year is the year to really, really watch out for them. Um, and 60-game season, I think, is a little bit easier for them to make it. I mean, I think Starling Marte is one of the most underrated hitters in all of baseball. I don't think he gets it's enough. It's a great signing. Him. Yeah, I don't think he gets enough love for how good he is and how that they picked him up so cheap in that trade. Um, but yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. This pitching is nasty. I mean, they're going to have really good pitch. That's what's going to make it. You know, That's why I think the Marlins can be a sleeper in the division is because of how good their pitching is. I just don't think the hitting is as good as these other teams are because all these other teams have stacked up pitching just as much as they do. I mean, this Marlins team is going to be really good. Watch out for them this season. Um, next team up is the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, this lineup they spent a lot of money on this team. It's about time for them to turn things around. So they're going to have Andrew McCutcheon, JT Real Muto, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Alec Bohm, the superstar rookie everyone's looking forward to, Didi DeGorius, Gene Segura, and Adam Halsey. Um, their pitching is Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Matt Moore, Chase Anderson, and Vincent Velasquez. I'll start out with this team. Call me crazy, but the Phillies, I think, are going to finish last in the division. I mean, I still don't think their pitching is as good as any of these other teams in the division. Um, Aaron Nola obviously is a beast. Zach Wheeler's extremely up and down. He has some crazy splits. After that, these other guys are all very forgettable and can get shelled any night of the week. Phillies have a really good lineup. Um, honestly, one of the better hitting lineups in the in the league. Um, I look for Reese Hoskins. I feel like he needs to step up from last year. I mean, he was very, very down last year. I just think this Phillies team is outmatched in too good of a division. And unfortunately for them, I just don't think they're as good as the rest of the division. I agree. I don't think the Phillies make the playoffs. I don't think they come that close to making the playoffs. I think their lineup is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, it's it stacks up with one of the better ones in baseball, no doubt. They're pitching, they're pitching laughable. It's it is so bad they're pitching. Um, yep. he, I mean, Aaron Nola, who's a very good pitcher in this league, can be a little inconsistent at times. And after that, you have no one that is a threat to any good team in baseball. I'm not saying they're not good pitchers. They can have good games. They will not. Ha- they're and their bullpen is even worse, by the way. So, I mean, their bullpen was laughable last year. Anytime. Their bullpen came in. It was pretty much a live bet when the Braves were playing them. Um, the bullpen didn't really get much better. So uh, their pitching is going to kill this team. Um, you know, I hope Bryce Harper enjoys all that money he got because he might be uh, – he signed that long-term deal in Philly. He might not make the playoffs for a very long time. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that one, Ben. Um don't get me wrong. I think the Phillies and Marlins will be close to 500, if not one of the two of them above 500. It's just going to be a really competitive division. That's for damn sure. Um, next team up on here is the Washington Nationals. Their starting lineup will be Victor Robles, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber, Starling Castro, Jan Gomes, and Josh Harrison. Um, their starting pitching is Max Scherzer, Patrick Corbin, Steven Strasburg, John Lester, and Joe Ross. So they bring in Lester. I think this Nationals team is going to be really, really competitive. I think they kind of phoned it in last year after they had already won the, quote, real championship. I think they just kind of, like, didn't care. Things didn't go their way. They had a lot of injuries. Juan Soto is arguably one of the top five best players in all the MLB. He was had to miss the first two weeks of the season last year for COVID, which really put him behind the eight ball, and Trey Turner got hurt. Trey Turner is also probably a top ten player in the MLB, not to mention the fact they add Schwarber in here, who I feel like could use a change of scenery. He's got a lot of pop in his bat, should have guys on base in front of him in the lineup. But Josh Bell, 
I actually think is the most underrated pickup in all of baseball. I mean, this guy was an all-star borderline top 15 hitter in baseball when he played on the stinky pirates and had nobody else around him to hide with him in the order. I think Josh Bell is going to have a lot of runners on base when he comes up to the plate, a lot of pop in his bat. I think he's going to have a hell of a season and not to mention the nationals have a great rotation and didn't they get Brad hand is in their bullpen as well. I believe they did. So, I mean, the Nationals' bullpen, it's always been their Achilles' heel. That should be better this year as well, too. Who's uh, – remind me, who's the pitcher, the four and five pitchers after uh, the big three? They're, oh, um, John Lester and Joe Ross. Okay. Well, I mean, I, listen, I think this team's going to be very, very good. I, I think they have a very good chance to make the playoffs and compete for the playoffs, if not even compete for the division, to be honest with you. Um this team, I mean, it doesn't get much better with, with those big three, with uh, Mad Max Scherzer, uh, Steven Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin. They're paying these three a lot of money for a reason, and they won a World Series because of these three pitchers. Not because of them, but a very large portion of it was because of these three pitchers. Their lineup, it, it's very good. It's very competitive. It's, it's, uh, I like the additions of, of Bell and Schwarber. Uh, they just need them to make a little bit more contact. Uh, I, Robles, they're expecting a big year out of him. Trey Turner, if he can stay healthy, is a tremendous shortstop. And uh, I mean, Juan Soto, he's one of the best in the game. If, if you guys want to put him down for your NL MVP, that's about as good of a pick as you can put down. Yeah, hey, I agree with you completely, Ben. I hate the fact that we have to play against Juan Soto for years to come. Hopefully he doesn't sign one of those big deals and he can get out of this division so we don't have to worry well, about it. I'll tell you what, they better do it pretty quick because uh, – there's a very good reason why the Padres have already signed Tatis before his rookie deal is up. There's a very good reason why, the same reason why, the Braves have already locked up Acuna and Albies. And the Nationals are falling behind the eight ball, and they're falling very quickly. Hey, I love it. Keep falling down, Nats. Um, last team in the division is the New York Mets, who a lot of people think are going to win this division. Or actually, sorry, we still have one more team left besides the Nationals. I don't want to jump the gun too much, but their starting lineup: Brandon Nemo, Francisco Lindor, their new who they newly acquired from the Cleveland Indians, Michael Conforto, Pete Alonso, Dominic Smith, Jeff McNeil, J.D. Davis, James McCann, a sleeper back there, catcher should rake. Um, they're pitching as well. They got Carlos Carrasco, who will start the season out injured, but will be ready to go eventually. Jacob Degrom, arguably the best pitcher at baseball. Marcus Stroman, Taiwan Walker. David Peterson and Joey Lucchese. Ben, what do you think about our rival Mets? Well, they're also going to be good. A lot of, a lot of great additions from the Mets. Um, the most important one being their owner. Uh, Steve Cohen is now their owner, which mm -hmm. is tremendous news for Mets fans. Uh, he, they're working on a deal to get Lindor. Lindor said you have until opening day to uh, offer me an extension. Apparently an offer is on the table. He has not accepted it yet. They still have two days to get that one done. This Mets team is going to be very good. Um, my worry with them is the same worry any baseball fan has with the Mets is health. Can they stay healthy? And I don't, I think their pitching is good. I don't think it's anything great right now. Um, waiting for Syndergaard to get back. I think he's a big addition. Door. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. It's to me, there's no argument. Um, I know that Garrett Cole's tremendous. He's, he's probably, he's definitely number two, but DeGrom's, he's the goat of baseball. He's, uh, just unbelievable. I think Marcus Stroman's going to have a big, big year for this Mets team. Um, Marcus is actually an athlete that I actually follow just social media. Um, I just, I like him a lot. Um, I like what he stands for. I like what he says. 
he's a hard worker, man. I, I, I think he's going to have a big year for the Mets. It's just health. If the Mets can stay healthy, they have an unbelievable chance to win this division. And they have an unbelievable chance to make the playoffs. We don't, they, they can't ever stay healthy. So, I mean, obviously I can't predict the future, but if they stay healthy, there's no reason this team will not be in the playoffs. If they stay healthy, there's no reason they should not make the playoffs. They should be in the playoffs if they stay healthy for a majority of the season. We're just going to have to wait and see, but they're very talented. Yeah, no, this team is extremely talented. No doubt about that. I mean, Jeff McNeil is one of the better average hitters in the league. I think Pete Alonso bounced back big time. I mean, COVID year was a weird year. It's also kind of his sophomore slump year, you know, so I think he bounces back a little bit. I want to see if Conforto actually pans out. He's always been a highly touted prospect. I think it's kind of time for him to put up or shut up. Um, also, too, they finally don't have Cespedes on this roster anymore, which is kind of weird, but you hit the nail on the head, Ben. This is going to be a damn good team. I mean, this should be a playoff Mets team. Y'all hear what I have to say about that, though, here in a little bit. Um, Conforto, Conforto is actually, he's, I think he's been pretty solid. He, he's actually up. The Mets are going to start negotiating his uh, long-term extension after the Lindor one gets done. Um, and the only reason they're doing that is because Lindor put the deadline for opening day. Mm-hmm. And so Conforto is like, just take your time, essentially. Um, the, he's going to get extended. He's, he's, I think he's been a very good baseball player for them. But I think he can do more. I think he can do more. There yeah, is I, more left in him. No, I agree with you completely. I mean, he he finally like started to pan out last year. I think and really come into his own. I just want to see him build on on that and kind of you know like fully you know pull through as that big time prospect. Because you know I, we've been hearing a lot about Conforto for years and years. So it's finally time to see him do it one more time and prove it to everyone. Um, last team, our Atlanta Braves. Um, got Ronald Acuna Jr. batting the leadoff. Feels damn good to say that right now. Ozzy Albies second. Freeman third, Marcelo Zuna in the four hole. Glad to have him back. Five hole is Arnado. Then we got Dansby, Riley, and Christian Pache to uh, round out that uh, starting lineup. Now we got – actually, I saw – is Soroka going to be ready for opening day? Because I was watching a little bit of the preseason game earlier, and he was pitching. He will not be ready for opening day, but he, uh, he'll he be ready a couple weeks into the season, maybe a little – maybe like around a month into the season. It'll be, it'll be uh, pretty quick. No, I agree with you on that. Next is Max Freed. Then we got Charlie Morton, Ian Anderson, Drew Smiley. And then do we name Kyle Wright as our fifth starter for now? I think the fifth starter, no. I think Kyle Wright actually got option to AAA. Their fifth starter, their fifth starter is kind of going to be a Bryce like what Wilson, they call maybe? a bull. It's going to be like a bullpen game. Okay. So um, it's going to be guys like the Hesker Yanoa, uh, Y N O A. Yep. Um, he's a guy that can, he throws really hard. He, he's going to throw like probably two innings. And then they might bring in like a, uh, a Bryce Wilson, or I think he, I don't know if he got option down. I can't remember. They'll bring in someone from there to kind of go three or four. Then they'll go to the bullpen from there. Okay. Until Sor- until Soroke gets back. Okay. I definitely, I definitely like that for our Braves. Um, ben, what do you think is going to be the key to our Braves being successful this season? <sighs> I think it's going to be the bullpen. Um. They lost, you know, Shane Green, he's actually still a free agent um, for whatever reason. Maybe he's asking for too much money or maybe people don't think he's that great anymore. They lost Melanson. Um, I, it's it's the bullpen. The bullpen is it's one of the most important pieces of a team in baseball. Um, I'm not really sure if it gets underlooked. I don't think that's the right word, but I think t- some teams kind of undervalue it. I, I think this starting pitching staff – 
has a lot of potential for the Braves. You have when when fully healthy, we'll talk. So Soroka and Freed uh, is a tremendous one-two punch at the top of your rotation. You then have Charlie Morton, who I think he's 37, maybe 38 now, has still been able to perform at a very high level in his old age. And actually, he he got um, uh, I read that his velocity was actually up this spring training wow. than it was uh, last year. So he's still got the velocity, still up uh, high, uh, mid to upper 90s with the fastball. This lineup's going to be good. I think this lineup's going to be very good um, because I think it has a nice balance of three things that I at least like when I watch a baseball team. Uh-huh. Power, contact, power, and the ability to work a count. And we've seen this in the past with the Braves really be able to frustrate some pitchers. I remember there was a game when Trevor Bauer was pitching and the Braves were fouling off a bunch of pitches and getting a decent amount of walks against them. And at the end of the game, he's like, they don't swing it at anything or they, anything close to just fouling off. Well, yeah, they're doing that for a reason, to get you out of the game, to get you your bullpen. We we know this Braves team can smack just about any pitcher in the in the, uh, in the MLB outside of the name Jacob DeGrom. They smacked around Garrett Cole last year for a couple home runs. Um, it, it, they can hit anyone outside of DeGrom. Um I'm expecting big things, obviously, from the Braves. I think they're expecting big things from themselves. I think they have an unbelievable chance, and I think they should be the favorite to win their division for, I believe, it'll be a fourth straight year they're going for. This team's going to be in the. This this team is no excuse to miss the playoffs outside of the key injuries that happen. Yeah, um, I agree with you completely, Ben. Um, you hit all pretty much all my key points, so I'm actually going to talk about what I think. I think the key to this team's success call me crazy you can say it's a lot of things I think Dansby Swanson being able to swing the bat I feel like when Dansby Swanson hits the ball the way he has the last two years it just adds an extra element to our lineup and makes our team that much deeper I feel like Dansby's got a lot of pop in his bat and he seems to come up in clutch situations and come through with big hits I feel like Dansby is going to come up huge for this team this season and I think his bat's going to be a key piece to our team's success this season um Ben I think we're both going with the same team to win this division. Who's winning this division and why? I'm going to go with the Braves. Same. Um, not to sound like a homer, <laughs> but I, I just believe they're, they're the best team in this division, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I think talent-wise, I, I think there's – I think the Mets have a lot of talent. Um, I actually think Pete Alonso is going to have a back, bounce-back year. I mentioned same. Christian Yelich. I think, I think Pete Alonso will have a great year. Um. You know, I, I like your point about Dansby Swanson. I, I think another one is Austin Riley. Yep. Um, he is a guy that his position is very much up for grabs. The Atlanta Braves brought in several different people that can play third base. And even though Riley played unbelievable defense last year, if he if he's not hitting, um, I, I don't think Snickers going to be afraid to bench him for a few games. I, I think – He'd be, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think he is the starter. He deserves to be the starter, but I think it can be taken away. Um, not really quickly, but I do think he's on kind of a leash. But I'm picking the Braves because of, I, I think their lineup has so much length to it. Um, and, they, and they've done this three years in a row. They know what it takes. It's, it's basically the same core of guys. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll say about them is the, I'm seeing – I want to see how close Ron Lacuna gets to 40-40, which is 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases. So yeah. a, a lot of people think he, he's the favorite to uh, to get it done in baseball. If, if someone was going to reach it, 
a lot of people think he's the guy to do it. So, you know, he's a five-tool player, man. He can do it all. Yeah, I agree with you completely, Ben. I think ultimately the Braves is the best team top to bottom. I think that lineup is one of the best in baseball. I mean, you have arguably two MVP candidates. And then, I mean, if Ozuna could field, he could be one too. So, I mean, you have pretty much a guy in Ozuna almost won a triple crown. And you have the MVP in Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna Jr. in there. Not to mention Ozzy Albies, Danzy Swanson. I like that point too with Riley. Would love to see him come around to the plate. I think Ian, I think Max Freed is already a Cy Young level pitcher. Um, but I think Ian Anderson is an absolute freak. I think he's one of the best pitchers in baseball and we're going to see him put that on display once again, like he did last year in the Braves playoff run and during the season last year. I just think this Braves team stacked up. I like them to win the division as well, not to be a homer. Um, Our last thing before we flip over to the, uh, to the AL Ben, do you have another team making the playoffs from here? I assume you do since we both haven't picked our second wild card. Yeah. uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to roll the dice with the Mets. Um, okay. I, I I can't tell the future. I mean, so I can't tell you who's going to get injured, how healthy this team's going to stay. So just based on talent, I, I'm going to pick the Mets. I, I'm expecting a, a big bounce back year for Pete Alonso. I'm not saying he's going to hit as many home runs as he, as he did his rookie year when he set the record. But I, I think he's very, very capable. I think anytime you add a guy like Francisco Lindor, just – I mean, a switch hit guy, put him in the one, two, three hole in your lineup. Unbelievable fielder. Um, bring, brings in a little bit of a winning culture. His since, uh, not Cincinnati, his Cleveland Indi- uh, Indians team. Can we call them? Are they still the Cleveland Indians? Cleveland baseball team, whatever yeah. they're going to be called. Um, you know, they went to the World Series. I think he can bring in a little bit of a winning culture. I think with the new ownership, I think players are kind of rejuvenated. Um and I just think I think they're really, really talented. So I'll pick the Mets. Yeah, not a bad pick at all. Um, you know, if you held a gun in my head and told me to pick one other team, it'd be pretty darn tough. I'll probably sit there and think about it for a while. But I'm actually going you know, with the Nationals here. I think the Nationals adding Schwarber and Josh Bell into that lineup. I mean, like all the reasons I said earlier, the fact you're not going to have to deal with the COVID for Juan Soto. Um, I just think this Nationals team stacked up. I like Robles to come and do his own a little bit more. I still think Max Scherzer and Strasburg have a ton left in the tank. I think those guys are going to come out there and flex the arms. This bullpen should be better this season for the Nationals. They're saying this to be the best bullpen they've had yet. I think this lineup is absolutely stacked up, just like the year they went to the World Series. I think the Washington Nationals will make it as the second wild card team here in the playoffs. So all three, all three teams are good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think you could flip a coin pretty much and pick two out of those three teams, right? That's how close it's going to be. So that's going to be a fun division to, to watch. I can't wait to watch that every single night. It's going to be. It's going to come down to health. Mm-hmm. No, it really will. It's going to come down to who can stay the most healthy and who also has the best farm system for when guys get injured. Um, now let's flip things over to the AL. So, so far in the AL, Ben picked the A's to win the AL West. I picked the um, Astros to win the AL West. We didn't pick any other wild cards. So we still got some wild card teams to come out of here. This has been a tough one for me to decide today who's going to be my other wild card teams. Um, we'll start things out here with team that I think we both have to win this division. That is the Chicago White Sox, the Chicago White Sox. Um, they bring back Tim Anderson, borderline MVP candidate, Yasmin Grandal, Jose Abreu, the reigning AL MVP, Yon Mancato, Luis Robert, um, Adam Eaton, Andrew Vaughn, who's a rookie, Zach 
Collins and Nick uh, Marjal, who's also a rookie. Then you got Lucas Giolito, Dallas Keuchel, Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, Carlos Rodon, not to mention how stacked up this bullpen is as well. Ben, what do you think about this White Sox team? Who just got hurt? They just – oh, uh, Eloy Jimenez yep. just got hurt for them, right? Yeah, um, correct. Who – who are their outfielders? I guess not counting him. So who who's going to be replacing him? Is it Adam so, Eaton? So it's going to be Adam Eaton, Luis Robert, and Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn's a rookie. He also plays first base as well. Okay, I'm actually not too familiar with him. Um, I, I honestly am just picking the White Sox kind of at a default. Um, I think the Twins. They're kind of always a team that's been hanging around. They're good. Um, I, I don't think they're good enough to take over the White Sox. My only concern with the White Sox is actually is their starting pitching. Um, they've had a little health problems over the past years with some of their young guys. Michael Kopech um, throws 99 to 102 miles per hour, but he's had some arm injuries. Dylan Cease has had some arm injuries in the past. I think Carlos Rodon has had some injuries in the past. But I, I think this team is really, really good. I, I love uh, Tim Anderson, the way he plays the game of baseball. He's actually from um the tuscaloosa alabama area um i i think this seems really really good lucas giolito is an al cy young uh candidate i'm picking this team to win it they just have a lot of talent not to win this division and the twins have a lot of talent don't get me wrong the twins are a very good baseball team but in terms of winning the division over a long course of the season i'm going to take the team with the best bullpen and the best lineup yeah no i i We'll talk about winning the division here in a minute. I think that Mike, so Michael Kopech hasn't even been called up yet. That's something else I've got to think about too, is the fact that he can get called up and added into this rotation. Um, I like him a lot. He will be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be in here at some point this season. So be interested to see when that happens. Um, I like this team a lot though. Um, I really like, honestly, like they're starting rotation a lot. I think that Dallas Keuchel's a little slept on. Lance Lynn is obviously a damn good pitcher. Dylan Cease, I think he's, I think this is the year he comes into his own, to be honest with you. And I think that fifth spot is more being held for Kopech. Also wouldn't be shocked to see him go out and trade for, spend money on an arm at some point in the season. Um, I think his lineup is stacked up. I mean, no Eloy Jimenez sucks. If they had Eloy Jimenez in there, they arguably have the best batting lineup in baseball, only maybe the Padres or Dodgers. This is still a really good lineup. I want to see how Vaughn and uh, Madrigal end up being, or however you say his last name. Those two guys um, can definitely bring a lot to this lineup. Um, But yeah, I I think this White Sox team is going to be really, really good. I mean, I think they have some of the best players in baseball. I mean, Abreu, Anderson, Robert, Moncado. I mean, those are some of the best guys in baseball. Not to mention Grandall is probably top three at catcher at this point. Such a soft position at this point in baseball. Yeah, he's probably – Might be number two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that close. So this team is absolutely stacked up, and they're one of the – in my opinion, one of the most fun teams to watch in all of baseball. Um, Next up here – I actually – I actually forgot that they added Lance Lynn, who's coming off one of the better years of his career. So uh, that's a good call out. Yeah, no, I like Lance Lynn's game a lot. He's been he's been around for a long time. He knows how to compete. Um, next team up here is the Minnesota Twins, and their lineup is a lot similar to how it was last year. They lost Eddie Rosario to an in-division team we'll talk about later, but they still have Max Kepler, Josh Donaldson, the never-aging Nelson Cruz, Jorge Polanco, Miguel Sano, Byron Buxton. They bring in Anderson Simmons, an old brave guy, Jake Cave, and Ryan Jeffries. 
Um, also, they have Kenta Medea, Jose Barrios, Michael Pineda, Jay Happ, and Matt Schumacher as their starting rotation. Ben, what do you think about these twins? I think they have an. I think they have a really, really good lineup. Obviously, it's some older guys and Cruz and and uh, guys like Donaldson, but these guys can still hit. I mean, uh, Nelson Cruz just hits bomb after bomb. Still, I think the difference and the big difference between them and why I picked the White Sox to win the division is is the pitching. Um, okay. I think there's a. I think there's a clear difference uh, between the starting pitching and bullpen that favors the White Sox, and I, I think the Twins are a really good team. I think they're going to be fighting for a wild card spot the entire season, if not fighting with the, I mean, I don't think the White Sox are going to win by a landslide. Um, I think this would be a pretty, pretty close division between the two of these teams, but I think there's a decent, excuse me. I think there's a decent chance they do miss the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that one. These twins are going to be in a fighting spot. Um, I'll tell you guys tell at the end of this division, how if I think they're going to get in or not, it's, it's going to be tough for them. Also too, they do have Alex, uh, I believe it's uh, Kurloff is there. He's an outfielder in first base. He's considered their top. He's considered top ten prospect in all of baseball. So we'll see him at some point this season and see if he can provide a little extra pop to this ten, Twins lineup. What what position is he? Uh, first base and outfield. So we'll see what he can add. Got it. Yeah, I also think Byron Buxton too. I mean, Byron Buxton's had all this hype for so long. I mean, he actually played decent at the end of last season. If Byron Buxton can build on what he did last season, I think he can add a lot to this lineup because I mean, he's so fast on the base paths. If he can get on there, he's one of those guys who could easily steal thirty plus bags for you this season. I think he provides a lot of value for them. So I'd like to see him actually produce something and add something to this team this season. This is a big year for him. Um, now. These last three teams in this division are all going to be pretty bad. We'll go with the one that I think will be – who actually ended up making the playoffs last year, and that's the Cleveland Indians. They have Cesar Hernandez, Eddie Rosario, Jose Ramirez, Fran – or Jose – yeah, Jose Ramirez, Fran Mille, uh Reyes, um, Josh Naylor, Jake Bowers, Roberto Perez, Andreas Jimenez, and Ben Gamble in their uh, – for the for the batting order, then they're pitching. They have Shane Bieber, arguably top three in all of baseball. Zach Plezak, a young stud. Aaron Sivale, a young stud. Triskin McKenzie, a young stud. Then Cal Quantrill and Logan Allen. Ben, how do you think these Indians are going to be? Well, I mean, listen, they can pitch. They can pitch with some of the best teams in baseball. They got a lot of young arms, a lot of young firepower. The concern is the lineup. I don't think these pitchers are going to get a lot of love. I mean, that lineup is just – it does not excite me much. Uh, the more I think about it, I, I don't get excited at all. <laughs> um, I, it's it's tough, man. Like, you know, if you're a Cleveland Indians fan, like their owner was – I mean, for a couple of years now, he kept saying like kind of throwing like not shots at Lindor, but he was saying like to the fans, better enjoy him. Like just meaning like listen to word, we're not paying him. Like, we know he's about to get a ton of money. Like, we're not paying him. So, it's like, I, it's tough to judge this team, man. Like, they just lost their best player. I mean, Francisco Lindor just does so much. And I feel like they, they didn't, you can add four or five players. None of those guys they've added are, is going to replace the production that Lindor gives you. So, um, I, I mean, Jose Ramirez is still one of the better players in baseball. Um, I think he's actually a name to keep an eye out for uh, on the trade market as the season progresses, uh, kind of towards the trade deadline. I think he's a name to look out for. Uh, they got a lot of young arms. I just don't think it's enough. Yeah, I agree with you completely on this one, Ben. I mean, 
this pitching is going to be unbelievable. I mean, this if you're if you're a betting man, I'd look towards a lot of first five inning unders or a lot of unders in general in these teams' games. But this hitting is horrible. I mean, I would say this is probably the worst batting lineup in all of baseball. Jose Ramirez is a true all-star superstar hitter, but Pirates. everyone, yeah, I don't know, man. The Pirates and them are about tied. And Tigers. Yeah, Tigers ooh, ooh, yeah. Too. Actually, the Tigers might be the only lineup worse than this one. So. I just feel like, like you said, you know, this team's just go just on the downward spiral. You know, we've seen them not only have they lost um, Lindor, but they've lost tons of other stars that they've had in the past. I mean, for example, with the pitching, I mean, you saw them get rid of Clevenger, um, get rid of Kluber, um, Brad Hand. They're one of their best best uh, relief pitchers. Andrew Miller, those guys are gone from there. Um, who's the other hitter they lost? They had one other guy. I can't think of who it is right now off the top of my head, but. I mean, we've seen this team. I mean, they this is a World Series level team. We've just seen them every single year regress, regress, regress. I mean, this is a terrible ownership, I think, here in Cleveland, and we see it kind of affect this team this season. Um, next team up in this division, we won't waste too much time here, so we can run through this. This is the uh, Kansas City Royals. They got Whit Merrifield, Andrew Benatende, new face from the Red Sox, Alberto Mondesi. Carlos Santana, Salvador Perez, Jorge Soler, Hunter Dozier, Michael Taylor, Kyle Isabel. Then on the, then their pitching is not that great. Brad Keller, Danny Duffy, Mike Miner, Brady Singer, Chris Bubick. Um, so I'm going to start off here with the pitching. I think this is one of the worst rotations in baseball. It's going to be pretty bad. It's going to be tough to win a lot of games with the pitching like this. I don't think the hitting is that bad. Carlos Santana is the other guy I couldn't think of. They got him from the, from the Indians. Um, Modesty, I think, actually is kind of one of those guys like Lindor. I want to see him come into his own a little bit. He's still a young guy. I think he's like 24, 25 years old, so he's still got a lot of time left. Whit Merrifield's a damn good hitter. Jorge Soler's got a lot of pop in his bat. Salvador Perez, one of the better catchers in baseball. So this team's not a complete dumpster fire, but that pitching's just not going to be good enough for them. Until we see Bobby Witt up in the MLB, I don't think there's much to talk about with the Royals. No, but I do like their additions in the lineup, man. Like, I, Ben Attendee, man, he's he's so young. I mean, he, I, I like the addition to him. I, I don't understand the extension for Salvador Perez, to be honest with you. Um, just, an, I mean, he's still he's still pretty good. His production's fine, but he's just an old catcher at this point. They, they extended him for another four, maybe five years or something like that. I, I don't know what the plan is with him. I guess he's at the end of that contract, he might be a DH, but we'll see. Um, uh, who else did they add in the in the batting order? They added two two or three guys, I thought. Yeah, they ben added Attendee. Carlos Santana as well, Ben Attendee. Um, did they? I can't Maybe that was Dozier or not before that. No, no Michael Taylor from the Nationals. Okay, yeah, and they extended Dozier as well. Actually, I I think I don't know. I think I mean this team's not going to make the playoffs. I'm not judging on that but i think they can surprise a couple a couple teams that like i wouldn't be surprised if they turn out better than the indians to be honest with you because i think in the second half of the year like i think the indians are going to trade jose ramirez i agree and i think i think their offensive production just goes way down without him i think he's top he's probably top five third baseman in baseball i mean he's, he's very good um so i mean i i think i think if they trade ramirez i think the royals are going to get more wins than them, but it, I don't expect them to make the playoffs. 
Yeah, um, I I agree with you on that one, Ben. I think this Royals team can fly under the radar a little bit. That pitching is just going to be bad. I feel like this will be. They're going to have. I feel like they'll be a nice over team once again. If you like to bet the bet on, I feel like they'll play some crazy absurd games. Um, so Shane Bieber is going to have obviously three years of arbitration after this year, Ben. If you're the Indians, would you even consider trading Shane Bieber for a humongous haul, or would you re-sign him? I mean, this team's going to be bad probably for a few years to rebuild this lineup. Yeah, if if they're going to go full rebo- uh, rebuild mode, then I would say no. Um, if they think they can work around all of their young pitching that they have and just acquire hitters, I, I would still sign them. Um, it, it's just it's tough to make a strong case to get rid of one of the best pitchers in baseball. But I understand why you would ask that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I mean, the only way I would trade Shane Bieber is if the haul was absolutely insane. Like we're talking like three top 20 hitting prospects. Shoot, maybe even might even take more than that. You know what I mean? Like if the haul was absolutely, let's put it this way. If someone offered you like the most insane haul ever for him, then I would take it. Like maybe if the Yankees offered you Jason Dominguez to go get to have him. So yeah, right. That's, yeah, I mean, the Yankees would never do that a million years. If that, if that offer came calling, I might have to move him. But let's put it this way. It would take a, it would take like, and it, basically it would take you trade raping the other team in order for me to be able to trade him. If other than that, though, I mean, he's 25 years old. You can build your team around him pretty much. Um, yeah. Last team up in the division is the um, Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers will be pretty bad this year. Their lineup is Robbie Grossman, um, Jeremy Caliandro, Willie Castro, Miguel Cabrera. The the I mean, Miguel Cabrera is one of the best players in the history of the game. He's still just – he's a shell of himself at this point, though. Jonathan Scope, Nomar Mazzaro, Wilson Ramos, Jacoby Jones, Nico Goodrum, and their pitching is Matt Boyd, our boy Julio Tehran, Tart, Scooball. Um, Jose Urania um, and Casey Mize and Spencer Turnbull. Um, ben, I like two of the young pitchers in this rotation, but I don't think there's much else to get excited about for this Tigers team. No, there's not too much to get excited, but I do think they're building uh, in the right way. I think they're building kind of quickly. Uh, Casey Mize is uh, he was the number one pick out of Auburn. Um, terrific young pitcher. Just he just knows how to pitch. Like he. He's been successful at every level he's been at so far. He's done very, very well in the minors. He's moved very quickly. Spencer Turnbull, uh, or Turnbull or Trumbull, something like that, is uh, is also a pretty good, uh, pretty good young pitcher. So I think the Tigers are building and kind of moving towards the right direction. Um, they're still a couple years away, though. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you on that one, Ben. They're definitely still a couple years away. Um, I really like Casey Mize, actually. I think Casey Mize is a future Cy Young award-winning pitcher. I think he's going to build on a nice young career this year. So, all right, Ben, we got to have two more teams to make the playoffs. Is a team out of this division making the play? Or First off, who's winning this division? I got the White Sox winning the division. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I mean, we both kind of explained it. This hitting and pitching is so stacked up. This White Sox team might be a World Series-level team. Um, do you think the Twins can make the playoffs? Or would you think the Twins will make the playoffs as a wild card? Mm. I'm going to go with yes, because I'm only going to have two teams out of the AL East. Um, well, you know what? Let me think. Uh, um I, yeah, I'm going to put the Twins in there. Um, you know what? I take that back. I'm not going to put the Twins in there. Okay. I, I think it's going to be the White Sox. I think the AL East is 
is really, really good. My only problem with the AL East, and we'll get to that in a second, is the health of the Blue Jays. Um, they're not starting off on the right foot with the health, but um, I'm going to go with just the White Sox out of the Central. Okay, I am actually going – I, you know what, I can't blame you at all there. I tried not to put the Twins in there. I personally think the Twins are a good bit worse, but I'm actually going to put the Twins in here. And the one reason why is I think this division is going to be pretty good. The uh, I think the AL East is going to be pretty good top to bottom, and I think they're going to beat up on each other a lot. Um, I also think one of the other teams in there isn't as good as they were last year. So for those reasons, I'm going to take them to make the playoffs. I think that their streak of not winning playoff games will most definitely be continued in this year's playoffs. But (laughs) I think they're, I mean, think about it. They're going to be playing the Royals, Indians, and the Tigers for a good, because the MLB upped the amount of division games this year. So, I mean, you're going to have a good bit of games this year against the worst teams in baseball. You got to think you got to be able to make the playoffs playing that horrible. Of a and that's a lot. Yeah. And that's a great point. I mean, the ALEs is definitely, it's, it might be like the big 10 in college basketball where they just kind of beat up on each other. Yeah, no, it might be a lot like how the NL East is going to be as well. Um, speaking of the, of the AL East, perfect segue for us, Ben. Um, Start things out here. We'll start out with the division champion, Tampa Bay Rays. And Tampa Bay – wait, did the Rays win the division or was it the Yankees? Um, didn't the didn't the Rays – didn't the Rays have, like, the best record in baseball or something like that? Or second best from the Dodgers? I can't even remember, honestly. It feels like forever ago. But regardless, we're going to go with the team that they, um, represented the AL in the World Series last year. So they will have uh, – Yoshimoto Tusago as their leadoff hitter. Then they'll have Randy Rosarena, Austin Meadows, Brandon Lau, um, Manuel Margot, Joe Wendell, um, Willie Adamas, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Mike Zuninu in the field. Then their pitching is going to be Tyler Glasnow, Ryan Yarborough, Chris Archer, Rich Hill, Michael Waka. Um, they don't have Blake Snell anymore in that in that rotation. Is it going to hurt them this year, Ben? I think their starting rotation will be worse, but you got to remember the Rays don't manage like any other team in baseball. They mm-hmm. they just do their own thing. They're going to have an unbelievable bullpen once again. By the way, the Rays did win their division, uh, did win this division last year. Um, That's what I thought. Listen, the, the Rays are going to be good, man. I, I, they understand who they are and how, and how to, uh, they need to play to make them successful. They have a lot of guys returning um, in, the, in the batting order. Uh, that have the opportunity to get even better. Uh, I think Joey Wendell is a guy that I'm expecting to kind of have a bigger year. Mm-hmm. Um, nice guy in the in the top of their order, that good contact guy to get on. And I, I think it's Tyler Glass as a guy. He he can be a he. There's no reason he can't be a Cy Young candidate. Um, he he's got the stuff. He's got the pitches to do it. Um, I I think the Rays are gonna be good. I just don't think they're gonna be as good. But it's also a longer season. So it's not really compare, uh, compare – I don't want to compare it to last season. I think they won like 40 games out of the 60 they played. They were unbelievable last year. Yeah. Um, you know, this batting lineup's only going to get better. I mean, the fact you have a Rosarena in there, you didn't even have it in there hardly in the regular season last year. But the fact that we're going to see Wander Franco at some point in time this season, it's almost guaranteed. I would expect to see him sooner rather About than that. later. Yeah, if I were y'all, I'd, keep, I'd check that every single day, try to add him for your fantasy baseball leagues. He'll be a massive add. He'll probably take over for Adamas as the everyday shortstop for this team. Um, 
I think the starting pitching will be a problem for them this season. I really don't like anybody after Glasnow. I mean, Yarborough is more of an opener. Chris Archer was absolutely garbage last year. Michael Waka was also absolutely garbage last year. Rich Hill, decent. I really don't think they have another starting pitcher on this roster that's worth anything besides Glasnow. That's a huge red flag to me. I do agree with you, though, that they do manage their team very interestingly. And if any team can work through that, it is the Rays. So you want to give them the benefit of the doubt there. There, I mean, if team that have this bad of starting pitching, if it was anybody else, I would say that they they can't even dream of making the playoffs. This Rays team is going to be extremely competitive, and this is going to be a competitive division. So I think if there's one weakness, it's going to be that starting pitching. But also this batting, their, their order is going to be probably the best it's been since they had like Carl Crawford and, and Justin Upton or uh, BJ Upton, you know, it's going to be good. And they're, and their bullpen's a strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, their bullpen's a big, big strength for them. So if their starters can only give them four innings, I, they know how to do it, man. I, I, I I'm going to trust them until they, until they kind of uh, prove me wrong. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll save my uh, final judgments for the Rays for the end of this uh, part. Um, next up, we'll go with the Toronto Blue Jays, who got a lot of new faces in this order as they have added George Springer from the Astros. They got Bo Bichette, Marcus Simeon, who comes over from the from the A's. Teoscar Hernandez, one of the most slept-on hitters in all baseball. Vladdy Jr., Kevin Biggio, Leotis Gariel, um, Rowdy Talez, and Danny Jansen round out that order. Then pitching, you got Hingen Rayu, Tanner Roark, Robbie Ray, Steven Matz, Ross Stripling, and Nate Pearson's a rookie who we saw last year. Um, ben, what do you think about this Blue Jays team? You kind of hinted earlier towards what you think about them. Yeah, so George Springer is is uh, looking like he's not going to be available for opening day. Um, I think he's dealing with an oblique injury. And I believe one of the pitchers they brought in is also not going to be ready for the uh, – uh, opening weekend, he's going to miss a start. I, I thought, I can't think of who it was, but I thought they were down a pitcher as well. Oh, no, they're down a uh, the closer. Didn't they sign a closer? Kirby Yates, isn't he on the Blue yeah, Jays they did. now? they did. He is going to be out for a while, I think. I think he's dealing with some issues. So, obviously, I mean, that's not great when, you're, when you sign a closer to a new deal and he's not going to be available for you. Springer, I'm not really worried about. If he misses a First uh, couple weeks, it's fine. Th- this team has – it's the definition of young talent. I mean, it's – by the way, Vladdy Jr. lost some weight. He looks pretty good now. Um, listen, Bo Bichette, Vladdy Jr., um, Tasker Hernandez, Guriel Jr., uh, Kevin Biggio, all of these guys are unbelievable, and all of their dads played in the MLB, except for maybe Tasker Hernandez. I'm not familiar with him um, as much as the others. But – Baseball is in this kid's bloods, man. This is a team that likes to have a lot of fun. They play with a lot of energy. Nate Pearson is a very intriguing prospect to watch pitch. I mean, he's another mm-hmm. guy, 99 to 100 off the mound as a starting pitcher. Um, it's interesting. I think what they did with their starting pitching outside of uh, Hinjin Ryu, who's a very good lefty, has been a very good lefty for a while now. They got a lot of veterans, man. It, they don't have anyone that necessarily sticks out. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, – will you go through the names one more time? You was Ross Stripling. Um, Engine Ryu, Tanner Roark, Robbie Ray, Stephen Matz, Ross Stripling, and Nate Pearson. Yeah. So, Robbie Ray, Stephen Matz, these guys have, these guys have been in the league for a little while now. Um, it's interesting. I think Matz uh, – there was something about him. Either he's from – let me look up where he's from. I think he was, like, from Canada or something. 
Um, but I, I think if – oh, no, he's from Stony Brook, New York. Never mind. Um, I think if Steven Matz can kind of get back to what he was his rookie year, I think it's going to help the team out a lot. Ross Stripling is a guy that – he just knows how to pitch. He's been in the Dodgers organization for a long time. Um, I think the strength of this team is the hitting and the young talent, though. Um, I agree with you completely. I think this is going to be one of the most fun young lineups in all of baseball to watch right up there with the White Sox and the Braves. Um, I mean, they're absolutely stacked up. Like you said, I really think Tay Oscar Hernandez is one of those underrated hitters in all baseball. He's hitting cleanup with all these guys in front of him. Um, he's going to have a lot of guys on base to, to drive in. I mean, Gary L as well is extremely slept on. I mean, before they called all these guys up and spent all this money, I mean, Tay Oscar is still their cleanup guy, but Gary L was hitting third in this lineup, you know? So this team is that good. And I mean, he was doing good too when he's hitting up there. He's in like 280 and hit like 20 plus home runs. So, you know, definitely a solid hitter. Um, I like this Blue Jays team a lot. I think they're going to be young. They're going to be so much fun to watch. I think Bo Bichette is a future MVP candidate. I want to see him take his next step into kind of being the man for this team. You know, I really feel like that as much hype as Vladdy Jr. has because of his dad, I think Bo Bichette, even though his dad also played the MLB, I think he's the MVP candidate of this team. And I want to see him take the next step into taking over this team and elevating everyone else's play, kind of like Acuna did with the Braves. I think it's time that he makes that next uh, step. So, so this is going to be a fun team to watch, man. This division is so stacked, like we said earlier, and we haven't even talked about the most stacked team in the whole division yet. That is the New York Yankees. They bring back DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, Giancarlo Stanton, Glybar Torres, Gary Sanchez, Clint Frazier. They got Jay Bruce in there now and Gio Urshela. Um, they got Garrett Cole. They bring in the Corey Kluber has pitched like 20 innings in the last two seasons. Jordan Montgomery, D uh, Domingo Herman, and Jamison Talian, who also hasn't pitched since 2019 as well. Um, there, so they will have Severino back at some point in time this season. No idea when that will be, but let's put it this way. This Yankees team made the playoffs last year with so as many injuries as they had. I don't think it's possible for their lineup to get that injured twice. It might be for Stanton to get hurt again. I want to see Judge stay healthy and be the MVP candidate that he is. Um, I think that Clint Frazier is the key to this lineup. I think he, you're going to just sit up there and have to throw it all these guys, and you're about to be like, damn, this lineup's so stacked. Now we get Frazier. He's going to get the best pitches to hit. I think it's time for him to pan out and turn into the hitter that he is and, you know, kind of come into his own. I think he's going to do it too. I think he's going to have a hell of a season. I think this Yankees team is going to be back to being the team they are. They're, I still have questions with the starting pitching, but I mean, the Yankees, we've had questions about their starting pitching the last three years and they've figured out a way to get through it. They still have arguably the second best pitcher in all of baseball, arguably even the best pitcher in all of baseball and Garrett Cole. I think this Yankees team will have another great season. It's the same thing as the Mets, man. Um, it, it's health. Health is their only question mark. If they're healthy, they're they're uh, they're going to win the division, and they're going to go pretty far in the postseason. It, it's that simple. Um, I, I mean, I really there's not much to add after what you said from the Yankees. I, Stanton, there's no such thing as Stanton playing health, uh, having a healthy year. Um, Aaron Judge can either play 100, 150 something games, or he can play forty. Like, I mean, those two, I mean, if they could just stay healthy, it's going to be real interesting with Gary Sanchez. Um, really, really bad year. Um, I think the fan base is, was getting a little aggravated with him. Um, there, there was reports of him being kind of lazy at one point. Um, it, it's just, I, I agree with you, Clint Frazier. Um, he's a tremendous hitter. I mean, I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to watch Clint Frazier. So have you, um, mm -hmm. he's from the state of Georgia. He, 
played our high school in the final yep. four and knocked us out. Um, it, when he played at Loganville, I mean, this kid's a stud hitter. He can hit anyone's fastballs. Got some of the quickest hands in the MLB. Um, this team is health. That, that's the only thing. If they can stay healthy, they're going to be unbelievable. Yep. Um, agree with everything Ben said there. I mean, yeah, we did. We and Ben have seen Cliff Frazier a time or two in person. I actually even even seen him around the area before COVID hit, obviously. So yeah, he's he's definitely always around. His team is going to be incredible, though. It's going to be a fun team to watch. The ball always flies out in that tiny ballpark they play in. Um, next team up here is the Baltimore Orioles. So they got Cedric Mullins, Trey Mancini. Thank God he's back after what he had to go through last mm-hmm. year. Um, <laughs> Anthony Sanitar. Rookie superstar Ryan Mountaincastle, um, Chance Cisco, Austin Hayes, Mikel Franco, Freddie Galvis, and Ramon Urias. Um, their pitching is John Means, Matt Harvey, believe it or not, Bruce Zimmerman, Jorge Lopez, and Dean Creamer. Um, ben, what do you think about this Orioles team? Will they be as bad as the Orioles teams have passed? Uh, I mean, I think they'll be – well, yeah, yeah. I think they'll be better than the Pirates. but. I think they're going to struggle. Um, this is this is not the division you want to be in when your talent's not the, the cream of the crop. Um, they're just it, – it's an unfortunate situation for them right now. Um, I'm, I'm actually – I'm excited for a couple of reasons. Um, I think John Means is a, is a pretty good pitcher. Same. Um, I, I like that you mentioned Mount Castle. Um, <clears throat> Trey, Man, Trey Mancini is a wonderful story. People don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cancer survivor now and came back to baseball. Um, I think everyone is rooting for him. He's an easy guy to pull for, man. Um, especially for the maybe the comeback player of the year. I don't think that's something you can bet on, but it would be a nice story for him to win it. I think Adley Rutschman. Um, he was the number one overall pick catcher out of Oregon State a couple of years ago. He's been flying through their system. Uh, I don't know if he's expected to be called up this year. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was at some point when their season's basically over. They want to get him some at bat. So I think that's kind of a name to keep an eye out for. Um, he's a stud hitter. I mean, switch hitter, catcher, big guy. Um, can hit into the gaps, can hit some, can hit for some power. Um, he's going to be an interesting prospect. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely, Ben. Um, this team is definitely interesting, I think, for the first time in a while. Mountain Castle is going to be a beast. I mean, he's an absolute beast. Mancini, Sanitar, you know, so they got a nice three guys right there in their order. John Means, like you said, great pitcher. Um, I just think this Orioles team just needs to keep winning games and build on kind of what they did last year. You know, they won some games and were competitive last year. I mean, when these prospects get ready to come up, this team will be good. It's just a matter of when, you know what I mean? They just need a little bit more time, give them a little bit more time. This team will be great. So I like this Orioles team. They just need to find some stuff and build on it from this year and get ready for a big season next year. Um, Last team left here before we go into our awards. We're coming up in probably like an hour mark on this podcast. Um, We got Enrique. We've got the uh, Boston Red Sox who have Enrique, a.k.a. Kiki Hernandez, Alex Verdugo, Xander Bogart, Shady Martinez, Rafael Devers, Christian Vasquez, Hunter Renfro, um, Frankie Cordero, and Bobby Dahlbeck, another very intriguing rookie. Um, Killing it in spring training. Oh, absolutely killing it. 
Um, their projected starters are Nathan Evaldi, Garrett Richards, Martins Perez, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Chris Sale will both be injured. Tanner Howick and Nick Pavetta. Um, I'll start us off with this one. The Red Sox pitching is going to be garbage until they get Chris Sale and Eduardo Rodriguez back. When they come back, it'll be decent. The Red Sox lineup is actually a lot better than it was last year. I'm kind of surprised to see J.D. Martinez still here, but him and Xander Bogarts and Verdugo all solid hitters as well as Rafael Devers. So, I mean, it's a Red Sox team. They're not going to be as good as the Red Sox team they've seen, but it's still going to be a really competitive team. I think they're in too hard of a division, but I think this Red Sox team will win a lot of games. I like them to finish around 500, maybe a game or two above or below, but this is going to be a competitive Red Sox team in a very competitive division. And, you know, they're not going to just going to be a doormat like they were last year. Um, ultimately, I don't think the Red Sox can make the playoffs by any means with how bad that rotation is, but they're going to be a fun young team to watch. And I think and give them a year or two and this team will be back in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't really have much to add. Uh, much more. I think their lineup is actually solid. Um, I think it can do some damage. I, I their pitching is just it's not great. Their bullpen's not not good at all. Um, I, I am glad to see Eduardo Rodriguez back, um, lefty pitcher for them. He's he uh, I I believe if I'm not mistaken had a really tough time with COVID last year. Um, I think he was one of the first one of the not like the first, but I think he was like kind of one of the first players to get it. And he was basically out almost the entire year, if I'm not mistaken. And then I think he may got injured. I'm not hundred percent sure. You might have to fact check me on that, but I know that he struggled with COVID. So um, kind of glad to see him back in there. He's a talented lefty on the mound. So um, I think the Red Sox will come in fourth, but that's, I, I, you know, fourth place in this division, not like fourth place in any other division outside the NL East. So the a- the AL East and the NL East they're they're unbelievable divisions in baseball. Yeah, no, they're both very very stacked up. They're gonna be fun to watch. Ben, who's winning this division and why? Well, I mean, I'm gonna go with the easy pick. I'm gonna go with the Yankees. Um, first of all, their lineup is disgusting. Uh, have fun pitching to this team. Uh, I, I mean, it's I think they are going to destroy some of the. Uh, not as great, not as talented teams in this league. I think the Red Sox are going to struggle with the Yankees all year because I, I don't think their pitching really compares. Um, I just think they're going to feast on teams. This this lineup is just dangerous, so I'm going to pick the Yanks. Yeah, um, I'm not going to go too into detail, but just speak for the sake of time, but I completely agree with Ben. This Yankees team is to be really good. I mean, they're the freaking Yankees. I mean, they're going to get Severino back. They should get better as the season goes on. We all know that they'll go out and trade or spend a billion dollars if they have to to get whatever they need to at the deadline. So that reason I'm going to go with the Yankees. Now, we both still – Ben has two teams to – actually, yeah, you still have two wild cards to fill, right? I, I'm i going to fill them with the Rays and the Blue Jays right here. Okay. Um, I, I, I so, agree with what you were – I agree with what you were saying with how tough this division is and how it's going to be tougher. I just think talent's going to triumph everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what's really going to be interesting is the battle for the last wild card. Um, I think it's going to be a battle between um, the Rays and the Twins, to be honest with you, which are two very good baseball teams. I think the Blue Jays are going to be pretty good this year. I'm expecting big things out of Bill Bichette and some of these young guys in the Blue Jays, and I think they're just going to score a lot of runs. So I think the Rays and the Twins are going to fight for the last wild card spot. And unfortunately, one of those teams, in my opinion, is going to be left out. 
Yeah, um, I'm going to agree with you as well <clears throat> with everything you said. I'm definitely taking the Blue Jays. I think they get in 100%. I'm leaving the Rays out of making the playoffs for one reason and one reason only. I think their starting pitching is horrible now. I mean, it's going to be really hard to replace Blake Snell. I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's top 10 easily. I don't think you can do that that easily. Therefore, I'm going to leave the Rays out. But I mean, if any, I don't feel great about it. Let's put it this way. Like if the Rays and the and the Twins were in opposite divisions, I would have it the exact opposite. I just think the Twins get to play such easy competition so much that there's no reason that they should not be able to make the playoffs. But I mean, I'm not a huge, I'm not a believer in this Twins team. They're very fraudulent. Like when they play out of division games, I'm going to be betting against them all the time. But just for that sake, I'm going to, I'm not going to take the Rays to make the playoffs. Don't feel good about it though. I'll tell you that much. Um, all right, Ben, let's get into our awards here. Let's start out with the AL MVP. Who's your AL MVP and why? Okay. So I'm going to, I actually have a, not one of the favorites. It's a little bit of a value pick, not too much, not mm-hmm. crazy. I'm going to go at plus 1800 on Fandle. I'm going to go with Matt Chapman. Um, when you okay. and I talked about our, when you and I talked about our first baseball podcast, we talked about the AOS. I have the A's winning the division. Yeah. And Matt Chapman is an absolute stud. Uh, be- probably the best defender in baseball, without a doubt, the best third baseman defender. He's got a ton of gold gloves, a ton of platinum gloves, which is the overall best defender in his uh, trophy case, wherever at home. He's just a great overall hitter, man. I think if the A's win the division, I think he's their, he's their best player. I think him and Matt Olsen control that team. And if I have him winning the division, I'm going to pick their best player to have a great year, and that's Matt Chapman. Yeah, for you, Ben, I really like that pick. Obviously, I don't think Matt Chapman is going to win it, but because you think they're going to make the division, I think that's a hell of a pick right there. He's going to have to have a big year in order for Oakland, too. So, great. Sorry about that. Great pick, though, there for Ben. This Paul has been killing me, guys. Um, So, last year I picked Aaron Judge. I want to go back to the well again with Aaron Judge, but I'm actually going to switch it up here, and I'm going to go with Alex Bregman. He has the second-best odds. Him and Judge are tied here. I think Houston gets back on track and ends up making the playoffs. I know people might not want to vote for him because of the cheating and everything and the whole everything Houston did, but I think Bregman is going to bounce back and have a huge year this year. I think this entire Houston team has got a huge chip on their shoulder. I think Bregman comes out and has a massive season. So I'm going to go with Alex Bregman to win AL MVP. Obviously, if the Angels somehow make the playoffs, Mike Trout will get it 150%. I just don't think they're going to the playoffs. Don't, don't, don't sleep on Shoei Otani mm-hmm. if he can stay healthy. Yeah, and Rendon. They, they got Rendon too. Yeah, the, you're you're right about that. The Angels will probably get the MVP if they can make the playoffs because one of those guys is going to have to carry them. Um, up next, let's go with the AL Rookie of the Year here. Um, I'm gonna I'll start us off with this one. So I really want to go with a Rosarena to build off what he did last year. I think he's gonna have a hell of a season, but I'm actually gonna go with Bobby Dahlbeck. I mean, Dahlbeck hits in a hitter's park in a Fenway. It's going to be a nice, easy park for him. I think Dahlbeck's been killing the ball in spring training. I think he continues on that tear. I like Bobby Dahlbeck to win AL Rookie of the Year. That's a strong pick. Um, Ooh. I think Randy and Rosarena is a good pick. I think Mount Castle. I I might go with Mount. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go with Mount Castle. I think he's still considered a rookie. He's still considered a rookie, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Mountcastle uh, to kind of build on last year. I think I think he's going to be one of the very few reasons that people are, are paying any attention to the Orioles. Um, I think he'll be the main reason why. I'll go with I'll go with Mountcastle. But, I mean, I like your pick. 
Um, I think Nate Pearson is actually an interesting find if people want to look at that. It, he's going to have to have a good year for the Blue Jays to make the playoffs. I think he's very capable of it. Um, obviously, Randy Rosarina is a tremendous pick what he showed in the playoffs last year, but I'm not going to believe in all of the hype train yet. Um, so I'm going to go with Mountcastle. I like that pick there, Ben. That's a strong one as well. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those three guys that we just talked about. Um, ben, who do you have as your AL manager of the year? Oh, that is tough. I'm going to go with uh, Bob Melvin of the A's. I'm going to stick with my A's, man. If I haven't won the division, I think I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I like that pick. The Blue Jays Jays manager, if they come in second, is an intriguing pick too, though. Yep, that's who I'm going with, Charlie Montoyo. I think he gets this Blue Jays team back to the playoffs, a nice young team. I think it's his award to win at that point. Um, Joe Madden would win it, obviously, if the Angels make it, so I wanted to mention that, but I don't think they're making it. So I'm going with Charlie Montoyo and getting that Blue Jays team back to the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Switch things over now to the NL. Um, Ben, who's your NL MVP and why? And this is – oh, NL uh, MVP, you said? Yeah. I'm going to go – man, I want to pick Juan Soto, but I don't have the Nationals making the playoffs. But I guess Mike Trout has won it when his team hasn't made the playoffs either. So I'm going to go with Juan Soto. Uh, I mean, for some why, because he's one of the best players in baseball. He's one of the best. Probably I might have him as my third best hitter in baseball, to be honest with you, behind Trout and Mookie Betts. He's he's that good. He honestly, I mean, he's unbelievable at the plate. Um, so I'll go with Juan Soto. I, I, I would love for it to be Acuna. I'd love for Freddie mm-hmm. to go back to back. This the NL MVP is, I mean, it's tough competition. Um, yeah, um, it's a tough one for me. So I was between Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, I mean, Tatis, all fun guys to pick, but I'm gonna go with Corey Seager. Corey Seager absolutely demolished the ball last year in the playoffs. I think he comes back and does it once again. I mean, Seager right now is. He's a good bit down there in the odds, which makes me like that pick even more. Um, he's 15 to one. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like that Seeger's get a lot of value here, but on top of that, he's been crushing the ball in spring training. I mean, he was the, he was, he was the world series MVP. He was the um, NLCS MVP. I mean, Corey Seager is absolutely balling out right now. He's finally gotten back to where he was before the injury. I like Corey Seager to defend it and get this MVP award. Um, That's a great pick. Hey, I appreciate that. I had a, a, I feel like, bro, that Dodgers team just too stacked up. He's going to have so much opportunity. NL Cy Young, who you got? Uh, Jacob DeGrom. I'll, I'll pick the Jacob DeGrom until he says the day I'm retired. I actually forgot AL Cy Young. Um, who did you have for that one? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, well, well, I'll let you answer that one as I give you my NL Cy Young. My NL Cy Young. That's fine. I got it. I got you. Okay, I'll go okay. with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride. Uh, I may have picked him last year, but um, just I don't. I don't want to pick Beaver or Cole. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give someone a little bit different name. I'm gonna go with Lucas Giolito out of the White Sox. Okay. Who was high school teammates with Max Freed and Jack Flaherty? Fun fact. Yeah, it's not a bad pick there at all. Um, <laughs> You know what? I hate it, but I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. I feel like this Yankees team is going to have to ride his back in order to get in the playoffs. I feel like Garrett Cole is just going to come out and be absolutely lights out all season long, and the Yankees are going to ride his back into the playoffs. So I'm going to have to go with the with the easy, trendy pick there with Garrett Cole. Um, 
My AL Cy Young, I'm going to have to agree with you again, Ben. I'm going to go with DeGrom. We both said this Mets team is going to be extremely competitive. Jacob DeGrom, being as good as he is, is going to be the key to this team being competitive. I got DeGrom on this one. Not much needs to be said there. Ben, who's your NL Rookie of the Year and why? I bet we're going to have the same one for this one as well. So this one's interesting. I'm actually between two different pitchers. Okay. Um, I think Ian Anderson out of Atlanta is a very intriguing guy. Um, just dominated the postseason, had a majority of his uh, starts in the regular season, which wasn't that many, to be very, very effective. I think it's I think between him and Sixto Sanchez out of Miami is a great pick. Um, I'm going to go with Ian Anderson because I'm picking the Braves to be the better team. And as of now, I believe he is starting as the third pitcher, maybe the fourth. But uh, my problem with, with picking him is he, he may not – get a ton of starts, but I, I think he's going to be there all year. I mean, he's going to get a lot of starts, but he's like on a fourth or fifth in the rotation. But I'm going to pick Ian Anderson. Um, I knew we were going to agree on this one. I almost took key Brian Hayes, but I'm going to go Ian Anderson here as well. For all the reasons you said, he's going to get run support. Ian Anderson is some of the best stuff in baseball. I got to go with him here for this one. Our last award here before we go to our, our NLALCS and World Series predictions. Ben, who's your uh, NL manager of the year? NL Manager of the Year. I'll go. I'm trying to think of my division winners now. I had Dodgers, Cardinals, and Braves for you. You know what? I'm going to go with the Mets manager. Um, Blanking on his name right now, though. Um, Is it Mike uh, Schlitt or whatever his name is? No, that's the Cardinals. That's the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, I can't think of his. Yeah, I can't remember his name either off the top of my head. But I'm actually I'm going to go with Jace Tingler for the Padres. I think Jace and the Padres will be close to a hundred win team. I think his Padres team is really going to break through this year. They're so stacked up. I think he'll get the love and he'll get Manager of the Year. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, all right, Ben, let's do, we're almost done here. This has been an extremely long podcast. Appreciate everyone who has listened all the way through. It might even end up breaking these up in the way I put them out. Ben, who's going to play in the NLCS and who's winning? Dodgers are going to play the Atlanta Braves. And the Dodgers are going to win once again. Yeah, um, I have the exact same thing. It can't be Dodgers-Padres because the Padres have to make the playoffs. One of the two teams is to make the playoffs as a wild card, which means they play each other in the first round. So those teams can't uh, make – so those those two teams can't be your NLCS. So just throwing that out there for those of you guys who are like, oh, y'all are homers picking the Braves. So the Braves just have to beat up on the very average NL Central, which we should be able to do. Um, ben, who do you got in the AL? I'm going to go with the Yankees. In the, uh, in the AL um, championship series. Okay. Who do you have the, so you're going with the Yankees and uh, Dodgers world series. Yankees Dodgers. I think the Yanks get it done. I, I think, wow. I think they're going to make a move at the deadline as, uh, as we always can predict that they can. Um, Stay healthy this year, man. I, I that's the only thing. Like they have so much talent. They have enough mm-hmm. talent that I, I'm just I'm gonna roll with the Yankees, but I will be very happy to be wrong. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Yankees and the White Sox. It might still be a year too early for the White Sox, but I love this White Sox lineup. Eloy Jimenez might be back for that playoff run as well, which makes me like him even more. I think this White Sox team is really stacked up, and I think they're going to end up getting it done with the pitching. I want to see Michael Kopech come up there and bring some the heat as well for him. So it's going to be fun to watch this White Sox team. It's going to be fun to watch this season play out in general. Um, ben, any final words from you before we get out of here? Did we just, we just have the same World Series? No, I had the Dodgers over the White Sox, and you had the oh, Yankees Dodgers over, over the White Sox. Yeah, and you had the Yankees over the uh, over the Dodgers. That's about it. I'm very excited for baseball season. Um, it's I mean it's my favorite sport to watch. So chop on. Hey, chop on everybody. Hope everyone enjoys watching this season. We hope everyone enjoys listening to this podcast. Um, appreciate everyone who tuned in, and we hope to talk to y'all again soon.